Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Thriller with Car Gonzalez. Uh, today we're going to be covering everything Segwit 2X. Um, I've been promising this episode to you guys and today um, we're going to deliver. So get ready, get your cryptocurrency near you, hug it, because we're going we're gonna to dive into Segwit 2X. It's going to be a big episode. Thriller Podcast, starting now. Welcome to Thriller with Car Gonzalez on Anchor.fm. It's time for the news. 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 Thriller with Car Gonzalez. So we have one big piece of news today. Actually, we have we have one big piece of news regarding um, cryptocurrency. And we have some other news regarding this podcast. So let's first get into the cryptocurrency part because that's the most exciting news, I think. Um, <laughs> so it looks like Amazon has just registered some uh, cryptocurrency and uh, it's pretty interesting. So check this out. So they actually just registered AmazonEtherum.com, AmazonCryptocurrency.com, AmazonCryptocurrencies.com. They were all registered on October 31st. Um, the domains are linked to Amazon Technologies, Inc., um, the phone numbers that are listed are straight to Amazon's legal department. Um, what else do we have here? Um, this is not the first time they've done that. They actually registered Amazon Bitcoin um, in 2013 um, and then just redirects to Amazon's main page. Guys, this may not seem like a big deal right now, but knowing Jeff Bezos, the uh, CEO of Amazon and the founder and uh, everything that he does, I wouldn't be surprised if they get into the exchange game, meaning I wouldn't be surprised if they become another Coinbase. It's very lucrative um, of Amazon to think about going into that space. Um, just imagine if you go to Amazon and you could purchase Bitcoin or you could purchase some of these other coins like Ether or Litecoin, you know, the mainstream coins. It would be really interesting if Amazon would open an exchange like that. And then also they would be able to, you know, be able, people would be able to pay with Bitcoin, you know, on Amazon. That would be huge. Um, I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility and maybe I'm reading too much into this, but I do think that is very uh, interesting news, especially with the way Bitcoin has been rising. I think if some of these big companies like Apple, Microsoft and Dell, if they, not Dell, <laughs> Google and Facebook, if they don't get into this whole cryptocurrency game, I don't know, guys. I feel like they're definitely missing out. Um, but it's, it's interesting enough that Amazon has dipped its toes in it. So we'll see what happens. And in other news regarding this podcast, um, we actually just signed up with SoundCloud. Um, and the reason being this is just we don't have enough of the control like I would want, but uh, on Anchor, um, I still love Anchor. I think it's a great service, but you know, I've talked about it on the podcast, even on the Anchor Review podcast that we did, I think it was episode seven. Um, we just don't have a lot of the the, the backend kind of uh, RSS feeds and stuff like that. And especially now that it's, I feel like this podcast, I know it's, we're only 20, close to 20 episodes in, it's starting to feel a little bit more professional. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I give, you know, the audience that's listening out there just a, 
um, just the satisfaction of knowing that, you know, um, we're controlling everything that we're putting out. Uh, Anchor has been an awesome partner. Um, I mean, we're going to continue to post on Anchor. It's just uh, becoming a little bit cumbersome with how we're trying to get this podcast to grow. Um, so, yeah, that's why if you hear the audio right now, it actually sounds a lot better because I'm not doing it from the the app. I'm actually doing it um, via an actual you know Logic Pro. Um, so, yeah, so for right now, we're going to we're, we're going to go down the SoundCloud route and we'll probably be posting our podcast there. You're the listener. You won't notice anything. Probably just a better sounding podcast, I think. Um, but um, if you're following us on Anchor, continue to follow us. We're still going to post there. Um, but um, we really want these podcasts, these episodes to feel very, uh, very good, very, you know, to sound very well, as, uh, you know, too, as well. So um, that's it for news. Let's go ahead and jump into our tech tip of the day. So uh, today's tech tip of the day is actually TeamViewer. Uh, it's a product that uh, lets you remotely uh, connect to desktop computers, mobile devices, and uh, Internet of Things devices everywhere. Um, it's kind of cool. It actually think of it kind of like remote desktop. If you guys ever use that, uh, you know, on your Windows 10 PC or Windows 7. Um, basically, if you have a aunt or uncle that is not very computer savvy and they need help with their computer, and you're just not in their house or you know in their state you can have them go to teamviewer.us and download this application you then have to download download it on your side and then you can remote connect to your computer and actually fix any of the issues that you may have it's actually free to people that um that are using it for you know like home use or anything like that once they once they find out that you're using it for like business purposes that's when they'll start capping you and they'll start asking you to pay for a license for it but if you're just trying to help somebody with a technical issue they might have, use TeamViewer. It's free, doesn't cost any money, and it's actually really great. It's a great service. It has encryption, two-factor authentication. It, the password that it uses is great. If you guys want to download it, give it a shot, teamviewer.us. It's one of the best products um, for re- remotely connecting to any kind of computer you know, over the Internet. And um, just let me give you an example. Just like... Um, about a, two weeks ago, I was helping my brother configure his network, and I was doing it all through TeamViewer. I, I logged in, logged into his Unified Controller, and then from there, just uh, made the adjustments. And sure enough, I, I closed TeamViewer. He closed out of TeamViewer, and problem solved, fixed the issue. So yeah, if you guys want it, if you need, if you're looking for that, you know, particular uh, application that can get you, um, that can get you going on the right place, especially with helping people, um, it's teamviewer.us. Go there, download uh, TeamViewer. They have a new version, uh, episode or um, number 13. So go there, give it a shot. And uh, it's time for our corn talk segment coming up now. Today's coin talk segment is going to be pretty interesting. And the only reason I say that is because Bitcoin is up to $6,800, guys. Um, No joke. Like, remember, like, not even seven days ago, it was at $5,400. And we're all wondering, oh, my God, is it ever going to climb back up? People were getting worried. Yeah. We saw that bundling occurring and we knew it was going to hike back up. Uh, Like right now, it's at $6,811. And um, 
Guys, it's gonna keep climbing. I, I doubt, definitely see, especially going into the weekend, I definitely see it going above to 7,000. It's gonna to get to 7,500 at least. Um, this is all because of the, the hard fork that's coming up. Um, we're gonna dive into that in the next segment. We're gonna explain why this is rising, in other words. Um, so let's keep going on. Let's see, we have Ether, Ether going down to 292. That's interesting. Um, we also have uh, Bitcoin Cash at 532. That's pretty nice. Ripple still at 19 cents. It's so disappointing. XRP coin. Um, Litecoin, she's at 53, so she's down a little bit. Um, we got BitConnect. Yeah, guys, so BitConnect is just soaring up. Um, you guys need to get on that. You guys need to get on that BitConnect. Um, I just made another investment last night um, with some Bitcoin that I purchased um, when it was like at 64. I think it was at 6,300. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's gonna keep rising. Bitconnect's gonna keep rising with uh, Bitcoin. They just go hand in hand. If we look here at Monero, Monero is at eighty-five dollars. We got um, some Cardona coin, ADA coin. That's at two cents. All the alts are just not proving to be good right now. If 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 you guys, this is November first. So if you're gonna buy any kind of coin right now. You need to make sure that you purchase Bitcoin. Do not mess with any altcoin right now. Um, unless, let's see here. The only altcoin that is doing pretty well, and it's, you probably won't even find it anywhere. It's called Populous, and that's PPT coin. Um, Byteball Bytes, Gbyte coin is another one that's doing well. Other than that, if you're... If, just buy just buy Bitcoin right now. Do not buy any. I know you're gonna say, well, it's at sixty it's at sixty sixty eight hundred. Why am I buying? Just buy it. Don't think about it. It's gonna keep rising. It's gonna to get to seven seventy five hundred. So if you if you're looking to make some quick turnaround, buy some Bitcoin right now. It's um it's gonna do well. Let's look at the graphs. So by me just saying that it's dropping. So it's overpriced. Right now it's overpriced at sixty eight eleven. It's dropping a little bit, but now it's stabilizing again. So it's at 67.75. So it's going to keep rising, guys. Um, eventually, it'll it'll drop, it'll teeter off, but that's not going to happen until the hard fork occurs. So um, yeah, definitely. Another thing I wanted to talk about too, as well. So I don't know if I told you guys earlier this week I got into Free Bitcoin. Um, it's a website. I highly recommend you don't play this game. It's a, it's a free Bitcoin game. They give you free Bitcoin to play with. Um, it's highly addicting. I put like $5 into it and I lost all of it. I actually won. I actually got up to $30. So I put $5 of Bitcoin into it. I got up to like $30 playing this like slots game. And um, yeah, guys, it's really addicting. I don't recommend it, but if you are interested in gambling with Bitcoin, uh, free bit co. Well, it's free Bitcoin, but it's a dot between the the i or after the o in coin. So if you're spelling it out, it would be free bitco dot in. Um, yeah, it's really addicting. I stayed up pretty late last night, and uh, it was one of the reasons why we didn't record this podcast in the morning. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I end up losing all of the $30 that I won uh, from $5. I wish I would have just stopped. And now I know. Now I know if I uh, if I do that again, once I get to 30, just stop and take it out. So yeah. Anyways, that's it for Coin Talk. Let's get into our main topic. 
Okay guys, so we're gonna get into the, the blockchain itself. And that's the first thing we're gonna discuss when it comes to Segwit2x. Um, it's centered around the actual block size uh, that uh, basically the blocks keep the transaction history on the blockchain. So let's take for example, whenever you send uh, any kind of Bitcoin to another wallet, um, you have to pay uh, a fee to get on that block. And then that block gets sent into the blockchain which then confirms the transaction and then it gets put on the ledger and then that ledger is a thing that confirms that Bitcoin was transferred. Right now it's at a point to where these blocks are being um, full up to the brim, if you could kind of call it that, and there is no more room on the block. So whenever you want to send Bitcoin, you're having to pay even more fees, even more fees to get on the block, um, which causes more baggage, more transactions, and then people competing with um, with getting on these blocks so that way it can get, it can get processed and get confirmed. And that's the main issue right now. That's the main issue that this whole Segwit2x is stemming from, is the block size. So if we look at this from a tech's perspective, we can kind of see where it could form a problem, right? I mean, if you have a block that only holds a specific amount of transactions and you're having to compete to get on that block, what's to stop you from making the block bigger? And I'm gonna let somebody a lot smarter than me discuss this and his name is Andreas Antalopoulos. He is probably the most fascinating person when it comes to Bitcoin. Read his, I read his books. I, I think he's a genius when it comes to this stuff. He's going to explain to you what the two proposals are. And I'm going to play that for you now. One is a proposal um, that is called segregated witness, which is to restructure transactions in such a way as to have two parts to a transaction, one which contains the signatures and one which contains everything else. Signatures are a big part of the transaction. This reorganization also increases the space by about 1.7, uh, so you get about twice, almost twice the amount of space to do transactions. And an alternative proposal is to just increase the block size by two, and a third transaction is to do both. And it's called Segwit2x, which is to first do Segwit, and then three months later also increase the size of the block by two uh, megabytes. Those are competing at the moment. And the way this competition works is that everybody gets to choose what software they use. And when you run a specific set of software, if you run your own Bitcoin software, or if you choose a specific wallet or a specific exchange, the software they're running determines the outcome. Then, depending on how many people are running different sets of rules, at the end of the day, there might be um, a change in the underlying rules, if enough people agree. The proposals that Andreas has given you aren't um, set in stone. Um, they, they, they were created, um, and they were, they're trying to get implemented, um, but you know, some of the details have changed. I believe that was recorded maybe three or four months ago. Um, where, we are, where we're at now, it looks like this Segwit2x is going to go forward. Um, Coinbase has said, um, well, actually, they, they told us two different things. No one really knows what's going to happen. Um, a lot of the exchanges and the people behind Bitcoin and the miners, 
they all got together in New York and I'm going to play something from Box Mining um, and he's going to explain to you exactly what went on with the New York agreement. So a lot of people met up in New York and said, okay, we can't, we can't keep doing this. We can't fight with each other and not make a change. Bitcoin transactions are going up and up and up. And because we're fighting, we can't do anything. So this group of people signed something called the New York Agreement. So these are, um, these are the signatories here. Oh, I'm, I'm just covering my own head. But anyways, you, you, you get the picture that there's a lot of people here. So what they wanted to do was they said this. Okay, why don't we maybe sort out sort of do a compromise like let's do um let's adopt the segwit so let's let's keep you guys happy let's adopt segwit and then increase the block size and hence the name segwit 2x so that's where the awkward name comes in so they want to adopt this a bunch of people signed it so they said yeah we contain businesses we contain miners yeah let's just go forward and let's let's make sure that bitcoin is one bitcoin and we're gonna adopt both segwit and increase the block size everyone hopefully is happy the thing is, there are some difficulties though. So one thing is that Core wasn't invited or, you know, Core didn't sign it. Who knows what really happened? And one another thing is that because Core didn't sign it, the guys that were developing Bitcoin for the longest time, that means that there needs to be a new client that needs to be issued. It's called BTC1. So that's kind of the state that we are in now. So we have the guys who have been developing Bitcoin for a long time called Bitcoin Core and the client is called Bitcoin Core. So if you run that, then you're automatically supporting no 2x right now. So that's not going for 2x. But also there has a new client called BTC1 that's left by Jeff Garzik and that is going to implement um, SegWit 2x, the 2x, the doubling the size of the blockchain. So one thing is I do have to say is um, in this situation, there's a lot of things happening and I think New York agreement is really the um, outside layer. Inside layer, I'm sure when these guys came to discuss things, there's a lot of law politics, a lot of deals were made in the background that we are not aware of. So one of the things here is that a lot of discussions are definitely done behind closed doors. And this is why this kind of whole situation is so hard to figure out. What else is here? That is the thing. It's not just a simple, oh, let's scale Bitcoin or let's increase block size or let's adopt SegWit. There's a lot of politics involved. The thing is Bitcoin is a gigantic network. It's worth billions and billions of dollars. And if these companies can have an upper edge on knowing what technology is going to be adopted or if they can even sway the adoption of technology, that means they have an upper edge in the future of Bitcoin as well. So this is why this is so important for these companies is because a lot is on stake and their future livelihood and their company might be on the line as well. So and Michael from Box Mining, he gives a very good description um, regarding the New York agreement and how that affects everybody. Um, the one thing he didn't mention is the community. Uh, the community decides as well. Uh, and that's me and you. Those are the people that purchase Bitcoin, the people that you know invest in all these uh, different types of currencies. Um, ultimately, we decide as well. We, we are that third cog in that wheel. Um, you know... I think it's very great that we're in a situation right now with the Segwit2x. I think that if we weren't in the situation, it wouldn't show growth. And the fact that we're all trying to figure this out and understand the correct way to grow Bitcoin is ultimately a good thing. And it's a good thing for cryptocurrency in general. And I think, or I know that everything will be fine. I not I'm not trying to be like oh don't worry but it honestly 
we will see what will happen. Uh, I don't believe Bitcoin is going to crash. Um, I don't think the Bitcoin 2X or Segwit 2X one that particular coin is going to you know kill Bitcoin. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to see a little volatility in the first few days. I think that's why we're seeing a lot of uh, of Bitcoin rising so fast is everybody's getting ready for that 2x. Either they're trying to purchase more coin so that they can have uh, double the amount and kind of kind of curve their bets. So if the other coin ends up being the winner of this thing, the, the 2x version of it, then um, they'll have just as many coins as they have of Bitcoin. So if you guys are wondering how to get ready for this uh, Segwit 2X, um, first things first is if you have Exodus Wallet, uh, we've mentioned that on the show. We have a whole episode on it. I think it's episode uh, 10. Um, if you guys uh, take a look at that episode, we discuss Exodus Wallet. There's that particular option there that allows you to export your keys. You want to export those keys just in case you want to cash in on some of that 2X coin uh, later on down the line. Um, also, if you are an exchange like Coinbase or Bittrex or anything like that, um, you're going to need to make sure that you either take those coins that you have on there offline uh, or uh, leave them on there and let the exchange decide what they're going to do with this Bitcoin 2x. Um, I don't think there's going to be a run on on, on the exchanges, but um, if you have any Bitcoin sitting there, I would recommend putting it to a hardware wallet or even to your Exodus wallet. Those are the two things that I would do to get ready for Segwit 2X. And if you guys are wondering when this Segwit 2X is going to happen, um, I got a website for you. Coinsalad.com slash 2X slash countdown. That'll let you know that we have 14 days, 17 hours, 58 minutes, and 32 seconds left. Um, it's going to happen on or around November 16, 2017 at approximately 4.16 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so that is when the countdown will end. So, like I said, don't do anything. Don't freak out. Everything will be fine. But make sure you export those keys if you're in Exodus. And if you're on exchange and you have a lot of Bitcoin sitting there, I would recommend taking it out and putting it into a hardware wallet. And um, at least that way you're covered and you don't have to worry about something happening to your coins or... Uh, worse yet, the the coin that you have devaluing because the other one has taken hold. But to each their own. And that's all we're going to discuss here with the Segwit 2X. There is a lot more to dive into. If we really wanted to spend another hour on it, we probably could. So do your own research. Make sure to go to YouTube.com. There's tons of information on the Segwit 2X. Listen to Andres on Ontopolis. Go to Box Box Mining. They're a great resource. Michael, everything that he does for Box Mining is just phenomenal. And that covers Segwit2x. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at Thriller Podcast. If you guys have any questions, that's the best way to send any of them. If you also want to do it through snail mail, which is uh, email, you can do that at car at thrillerpodcast.club. We also can be reached via Instagram at cargonzales and on Snapchat at car-gons. If you guys want to support the show, there's actually three great ways to do that. Right now, you can go to patreon.com slash thriller podcast and become a patron where you'll be a part of the thriller army and you'll be donating a dollar a month and 
you also get free perks like free episodes, free newsletters, um, free free Excel documents <laughs> relating to Bitcoin and its forecasts. Um, if you don't remember that link, you can also go to bitly.com slash thriller soda. So that way you can um, purchase a soda for me once a month. It's a dollar. Also, if you guys are interested in actually creating some extra cash via Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency, sign up with Coinbase. That's the best place to go to purchase Bitcoin. Use our promo code by going to bitly.com slash thrillercoin. You'll get a free $10 of Bitcoin by doing that. I think it's great. You should do it. And finally, if you guys want to get in on BitConnect while it's still hot, go to bitly.com slash thrillerbit to sign up for BitConnect. It is probably the easiest way to make money right now in cryptocurrency, bit.ly.com slash thrillerbit. Hope you guys enjoy the show. We'll see you next time on Thriller Podcast. We are out. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Car Gonzalez. Thriller Podcast wants you to have a nice day. Remember to buy Bitcoin and save the world one Satoshi at a time. <laughs>